Welcome to Small Bites Radio with Donato Marino and Derek Tim. We hope you're hungry. Welcome all to Wildfire Radio, Small Bites. I am Donato Marino with DNL Premier Bean to Barista Service. And there's somebody in the room that needs no introduction. Derek Tim of BlueJeansFood.com. How's it going, Don? Hey, great, Derek. How about you? Doing fantastic. But truly the man who needs no introduction is our man, Pots and Pans, who? John Howard Fusco. How's it going, John? Evening, guys. How are we doing? Wonderful. Now Wonderful. I'm talking to you. All right. <laughs> Listen, I want to talk about a new place opening up in Ardmore called 21 Tips. This is a new board game-themed restaurant brought to you by the same folks who run Thirst, uh, Thirsty Dice in Philly. Uh, the menu is casual and limited, but I took a look at the 21 burger they have in the menu. It's got a Gouda, Mornay sauce, bacon slices, and bacon jam. Sounds really good. Uh, the cocktail menu features drinks using their own homemade bitters. And, yes, there are board games to play. They have over 600 board games there. So, again, this is 21 Pips in Ardmore. just opened this past week. Uh, I want to mention Distrito in University City. This is one of Jose Garza's restaurants. Closed this month without any warning. Uh, the ownership is reevaluating the business. We'll have to see if there are any plans to reopen uh, Distrito in the future under the same name or something different, but we'll have to see. Uh, we have another Wawa collaboration to talk about. Wawa and Cape May Brewing have introduced Shore Tea, which is an alcoholic beverage that uses Wawa's peach iced tea. Uh, the first cases were made available in select Wawa's and PA this past week, but expect to see a limited release in retail liquor stores in Jersey as well. So this won't just be for PA. We're going to get this in Jersey as well. Uh, again, that's Shore Tea. It's a collab between Wawa and Cape May Brewing. Our friend Mark over at 42.3, let us know that you said 420. <laughs> I did say 420. <laughs> Maybe he does have that website as well. <laughs> it may be. <laughs> Mark is a very busy man, so he could be for all we know. <laughs> but this is a new restaurant coming to Clementon 92 Chicken. This is a, a Korean style fried chicken chain that's opening across the country. Uh, there's another one opening up in Philly on Shelton Avenue, so look for that in the near future. Well, that'd certainly be something you would probably festival, eat on 420, wouldn't you agree? Oh, good, yeah. Good greasy absolutely. fried chicken. That, sound, that sounds really good. <laughs> whether, whether you are or not, it sounds like a good thing to, to mm-hmm. nibble on. <laughs> um, I'm going to talk about Pints in the Park. This is a food festival that's happening this Sunday, the 31st, from 3 to 7 at Washington Lake Park in Sewell. Uh, over 60 styles of craft beer will be available to sample. Tickets are $40 in advance and $50 at the door. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Eating Nest Jersey, as well as the South Jersey Food Scene website and Facebook page. Thank you, John. And I want to let you know that uh, the statement that you made regarding the uh, first restaurant on your news list, that's sort of like me at a very fancy, fancy, fancy social party. 
and that would be uh, casual and limited. That's my super yeah. skills. <laughs> casual and limited. <laughs> but uh, thank you, John. Wonderful to hear from you. And I uh, hope you're enjoying summer and can't wait to talk to you again. Really appreciate everything you always do for us. Thanks again so much. Thanks a lot, John. All right, guys. Have a good evening. Have a good you one. Too. Bye-bye. Well, Don, man, we're kicking it off. John was very chatty and laughing. That was like a good joke. Yeah, yeah. I was waiting for him to say something about the board games, like he was bored or yeah. But he, you won't get bored. He did mention four twenty, and most people know that term is uh, going up in smoke. And uh, our next guest is well, very good at smoking things, whether it's whatever product he's using or not. I don't know, but. We are we do have him online and that would be Ray Sheehan. He is an award winning uh barbecue sauce uh, right. uh, I mean guru. I mean just uh, he is amazing with all of the sauces that he makes and he is also known as barbecue buddha but more importantly he's got a fantastic new cookbook Big Green Egg Basics from a just a regular barbecuer, Don? No. No. A great barbecuer, Don? Super great barbecuer. A master barbecuer. How's it going, Ray? Hey, guys. How are you? We're doing, doing great. great. Oh, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. We always enjoy when you're on uh, with us. I know Don's a big fan of yours. Oh, yeah. He's helped me plenty of times when I had the questions on uh, when I started barbecuing and smoking more and more. I mean, I really enjoy a lot of his sauces that he has. But I heard you're down to one pack a day now. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> that is excellent news. So, uh, Ray, as we know, I mean, award-winning sauces. You've had you're the, you've uh, had other books as well, but this one, great job, pal. I mean, I, I'm uh, assuming you, so much. you are indeed an egghead because – People who use big green eggs, that is truly a community. These these people stick together. There's a true and tried of what they believe in, that this is one of the greatest products out there for smoking meats. Uh, what's your two cents, and how did you get involved with, with this book? Well, I mean, I've been smoking and grilling on Komodos for a long time. Um, but it, honestly, it, it really wasn't until I won the Soft King uh Grand Championship, the Sauce King NYC for my Memphis Mop Barbecue Sauce that I actually got a big green egg because that was the grand prize. Um, I had other Komodos, but not a big green egg. And just like the barbecue community, um, you know, when I did competitions, the egghead community is, you know, they like you said, they stick together. And it, the the winning that egg was really, um, I think, the genesis of you know, ended up getting this book deal. Um, you know, certainly the first book was all about the award-winning barbecue sauces. Um, this book has a ton of new, really great barbecue sauces and seasonings in it, but it's it's really about teaching you how to use a Komodo-style grill. I mean, and yeah, it's Big Green Egg. Um, I'm not affiliated with Big Green Egg in, in any way. Um, well, you certainly but, should be, darn. <laughs> I know, but I, you know what? And I love their products and... I, I, you know, they, they give you a lifetime warranty with it. These things are built like a tank and you can do everything on it. So with the book, I wanted to bring the reader who's never used an egg and give them the opportunity to learn how to set it up, 
how to light the fire, how to control their temperatures. And, you know, basically I set up the chapters by the technique. So low and slow smoking, hot and fast grilling, there's roasting, there's baking sweet, there's baking savory. And it really gets you, you can do everything on your egg and cook it outside, whether it's your Thanksgiving dinner or a barbecue for a bunch of people. You can do it all on the egg. So since you're not affiliated with them, we can badmouth them. I'm just kidding. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) what would you say uh, is your favorite style of smoking? Uh, Obviously, this book is all about big green egg. But uh, regardless of if, if it's big green egg or not, you are, as they say, a master barbecuer. What is your favorite type of device or or style of smoking for yourself personally i mean just it really it would depend i have an arsenal of smokers so it it really depends on what what uh what and who am i cooking for i love to cook brisket so um i can do a, a great brisket in the big green egg and it's like if I'm just doing the brisket i would fire up the big green egg for it if i was doing a brisket a pork butt you know, four racks of ribs and, and wings and doing a whole big cook, um, then I would use my gravity-fed Myron Mixon, you know, uh, smoker. Ooh, so it really just depends on, on what I'm using it for. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a cool thing. This is actually – so this was actually the prototype. There was only a f- so many of these made, and I know, like, you know, I've been told that uh, some of the big guys were had them, but I got lucky enough to purchase one, and um, and I love it. And this was, like – Right before they came out with their G, their um, their G series, this is going back just to the prototypes, and I can fit a ton of stuff in there. So, but the, now that being said, with the big green egg or most Komodo style cookers, they are insulated like insane. Like you know, I can cook low and slow eighteen hours on one load of charcoal in, in the egg, whereas that Myron Mixon smoker is like, you know, a uh, a 10-cylinder truck. It's just guzzling that charcoal down. Yeah, so so we would say that the aspiring grill master or just the normal average person, that the Big Green Egg is probably a good investment, and this is the book is the perfect accompaniment to go with that. Could we agree with that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is like everything you need to know. If you just bought your egg, this is the book you want. You want to know the basics. Awesome. But the recipes are anything but basic because I put in a lot of great recipes that I used in competitions. Um, one of them is my award-winning crab cake recipe. We won best uh, crab cakes in Delaware, and uh, we had to cook them outside. And so I figured what a better way to utilize the grill but then to cook these crab cakes. You don't have to heat up your house. You don't have to stink up your house with the crab cakes. Make them on the egg. And – one of the recipes I saw in here, I can't wait to try. I'm going to tell you the reason. They're not a sponsor of ours. Uh, they don't provide us any money. But, Don, you know I have sung the praises over and over and over again of 322's triple smoked mm. candy bacon. It's it's oh. it's it's one of it, it's one of the most addictive things out yeah. there in the world, and I'll probably have to go to rehab for it to tell you the truth. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I am thrilled yeah. to see that you have a candied bacon recipe in here for smoking, and oh, the picture! I mean, 
Don, uh, Don had to pull me out. I was licking the page for 15 minutes before I the show. I had to fight him for the book. <laughs> so we got a show to do you know, first. We have I, a show to do. So all of all of the photographs in the book are all real food. We took about, I think it was like seven or eight days, and we cooked every recipe in the book. Um, I was fortunate to work with Ken Goodman. Uh, Ken is a world-class photographer. He's in the, you know, uh, he's a world champion barbecue guy as well. He's done everyone's book and, and he's just so talented and so kind and such a humble guy. And his photography is really wonderful and makes my food sing. I mean, but everything, like I said, everything we made each day for the photographs. So it's all real food. And one of the, one of the things I, I other that I really enjoy about you, Ray, is you're right into the thick of things. There's a lot of people we won't mention any of their names, but they got a couple accolades and they really don't compete anymore. They're they're sort of just banking off of a past fame or, or name, as you could say. Right. But I mean, you're out there. Your spices are being put in more stores and uh, grocery locations, probably weekly. Uh, you're actually still competing in competitions. And you're a little bit. Yeah. But but still, it's, it's not like you're fully retired. I mean, some of these guys, they, they don't do anything un- unless the TV cameras are, are on. You still actually right, right. P- participate now and again. And you're oh, involved yeah. with yeah. the uh, Barbecue News magazine. So you couldn't be more involved that you are with the, 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 the trends that are going on, the, the cooking styles that are most recent. And as Don said, I mean, Don sings your praises over and over again of, of how you've helped him. Yeah. I, he uh, suggested his Memphis mop one time when I was making uh, some ribs and I'll tell you what, it came out so good. It just fell right off the bone. Yeah, but I don't you know, know if you remember when you I contacted you. you. To, of course, yeah. absolutely. I love and I love that because I, I'm always, you know, I'm there to help, and that's what it's all about. You know, in the barbecue world, we all help each other. There's been, you know, times where I've been at a competition, I forgot something, or I, you know, an injector broke, or you know, and everyone steps up, even though it's a competition, we step up and help each other, and um, you know, you're always trying to lift up the other person. And and that's how I look at life. Like, yeah, I'm in the thick of it. Um, I don't know if you know, we're getting ready to open a restaurant as well. Um, I am I'm hustling. I'm selling the sauces, trying to get them out there. And I've teamed up with a with a, you know I got a partner. We're opening Ray's Roadside Kitchen um, in Cream Ridge, New Jersey, and it's going to be all about you know Americana foods. You know, from scratch, fried chicken, Southern fried chicken. Uh, greens, handcrafted burgers, big bowl salads, and there's going to be a ton of barbecue specials in there too. So, and we'll we'll sell the sauces and the seasonings at the restaurant, my cookbooks, and and so and, and, you, uh, and, and you're going to give us the rough opening date of that restaurant as well, weren't you? Absolutely, uh, we're looking at opening in August. We were shooting for middle of August, but um, at the moment, you know, everything has been delayed a little bit with products um you know equipment we just got our equipment in we have to get our you know our uh, inspections done 
and start hiring and training. So it's going to be a few weeks. So hopefully in August we'll be opening and uh, we'd like to have like a media day and then a friends and family. And then we're just going to open the doors and well, uh, you know, then we'll have a grand opening. Well, that's going to be amazing. And, yeah. and I know people are clamoring for it. And uh, I even heard that there might be a uh, Craigie Mac blue plate special at the restaurant. But uh, all, 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 all kidding aside, uh, but tell me for someone who's going to come to your restaurant, because we want to make sure it's successful because the food that you're putting out, uh, I'm going to put my personal stamp of approval on it because as Don said, you're the real deal, Ray. I, we all know that you know what you're doing, so I'm, oh, uh, you. wholeheartedly I can assure everyone that when they go to your restaurant, you're going to be serving fantastic food. But we want everyone to make sure that their first time is the time that really hooks them. What is the one yes. thing when they come to your restaurant? I'm sure I'm sure you've been doing test kitchens and all of that sort of stuff and product uh, yeah. uh, experiments. What's the one thing we definitely have to purchase when we come? What's that hook that we go, oh, my goodness, we have to go to Ray's restaurant to get that? The Southern Fried Chicken. Ooh, That's the deal. Fried. The Southern Fried Chicken, and then you can try it with – with uh, AR Southern Hot Honey as well. <gasps> mm. Ooh, hot honey! I love that. Oh, oh yeah, man. it's like it—it's—it's it's really outrageous. I mean, it's really crispy on the outside, super tender on the inside, and in in our area, there's really you have to travel, you know, probably thirty to forty-five minutes to get any kind of. Homemade fried chicken. Oh, yeah, it's not, not easy. a chain. Oh, you know? yeah. And even some places, no. they'll sell it in between me and, you know, they're putting frozen fried chicken in the deep fryer real quick. Yeah. What is going on here? Yeah. Unacceptable. Oh, I, can, I can do that yeah, in my house. Like, totally. <laughs> we, we, we got a... We got a real deal, uh, old school henny penny chicken cooker, a, a pressure fryer, and we're doing it, you know, the the right way. And we're starting from, you know, fresh chicken. There's not, you know, it's not frozen. Even the burgers, they're handcrafted burgers. No, no frozen patties. Um, we're basically going to have them ground fresh every day. My partner has a facility to do that in, which is right down the street from our restaurant. So we'll have handcrafted burgers. These big salads, if you want a protein on your salad. So you can be really naughty and you can be really, you know, healthy. We're also uh, working on getting an all-natural soda fountain. So from the makers of Boylan's, it's uh, the brothers that started Boylan's have a company called Pucks. And if you're looking for an all-natural soda, um, it's, there's going to be, I think, like eight flavors. The diet ones will be sweetened with stevia. And so it's going to be the best version of it. So if you want to have it, so, so no, are, are you, you going to allow, they're, uh, they're made from scratch. Are you going to allow tents in the parking lot? Cause it sounds like I'm just going to camp out and live there for the, the <laughs> there, first there month. Is, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, on Craigie Mac day, you're definitely allowed to tailgate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Ray, I want to tell you, you it's know. such a pleasure talking to you. We love when we get to talk to you, pal. It, it, it's so great. We want everyone to go out to purchase big green egg basics from a master barbecuer. 
And of course, award winner. You've won so many awards. Every time I'm looking at one of your social media, they're throwing, they're throwing more and more awards at you. You're going to need to have a museum soon with all these awards that you're winning. But they're well-deserved. Couldn't go to a better person, nicer man. And uh, why don't you share website, social media, anything like that, and give a shout-out to your restaurant again uh, before you go, since you'll be opening up in a, a couple weeks. Sure. The restaurant is... Um the restaurant is Ray's Roadside Kitchen. That's in Cream Ridge, New Jersey, uh, located at 465 Route 539. And that'll be opening in August. Um, so keep an eye on our social media. Uh, Ray's Roadside Kitchen on Facebook and um, Instagram. BBQBuddha.com. You can find me on BBQBuddha.com for all the sauces and seasonings. And uh, on Facebook and Instagram is BBQ underscore Buddha, B-U-D-D-H-A. Thank you so much, pal. Have a great night. Thanks a lot, Ray. All right. Thank you so much. Always great talking to you guys. You too. But Don, good golly. It's hot out there, isn't it? But... It, it, yeah, it's it's 102 degrees. Uh, I don't know what's going going on out there, but... it's hot, hot, hot. And the perfect place to be on a hot day is where Uh, a farm. Yeah, there we go. A farm, but better than that, not only a farm, a farm that's by the shore, get that nice, cool ocean breeze. Probably sometimes Yeah, beach plum farms. So we've got two people online who are going to give us the best of both worlds. Hopefully a nice, cool ocean breeze is coming our way. And a true, and I want to say a true farm table experience. Because a lot of restaurants say, oh, farm the table. But they couldn't be further from a farm than, who knows, (laughs) probably 100 miles away from the closest farm. But they're using the stuff right from the farm and you're at the farm. Isn't that right? Chef Rob and Christina, the farm manager of a beach plum dinner series. How's it going, everyone? Hey, how are you? Hi. We are doing great. Doing great. It's great to have you. So what we're going to do here is since we have two people online at the same time is I will call out who we'll talk to and then we'll go one at a time. And if either of you ever want to argue with each other, I encourage that because that that's always fun. But we'll <laughs> but we'll we'll start with the man who's doing all the magical cooking, and that is Chef Rob. So let's get started with Chef Rob. And we're going to say, how lucky do you feel that you get to be on the premise of a real farm to use for the ingredients that you create your wonderful dinners, tastings, and all of that. That, that has to be quite an experience. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a blessing, I think, with how ubiquitous the idea of farm-to-table has become and local food and local vores and foodies and all those things over the last 10 or 15 years, I think. You know, it's probably a dream for most. Um, I've been working with local food for a long time, so this seems like the last logical progression from having a an array of, of local producers to to literally being on the farm where the things are produced. So it cuts yeah, it, it cuts out the uh, stress sometimes. But like look, looking at your watch, like when is the delivery of broccoli coming? And you're like, 
We don't have to. We don't have to have, yeah, have you that. Just walk perfect. outside. Walk out to the back. Yeah, and go go chop, out there. Chop. Go go chop couple. Bring them into the kitchen. We're good to go. Isn't, isn't that right? It 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 rarely works like that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, I mean it's it's um it's a singular experience for sure. You know, uh, I we walk out the kitchen door and and Christina's beautiful gardens right there. With herbs, flowers, um, you know, it's 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 all at hand, like literally. Um, not that we have time to necessarily go out there and help as much as we'd like to, which is to say, uh, almost never. But um, <laughs> it's the it's the thought there. that counts. It's truly the thought that counts. He, I yeah, think... it's it's uh, it's unique. Exactly. I mean, there's there really is not many places like this in the world, um, especially in the United States or at least at the Eastern seaboard. So without a doubt. So, yeah. so now we'll go to Christina cause you're the farm manager. So the manager means that you, you are managing all of this, uh, making sure that everything is where it should be, that the, the proper ingredients, the, the plants are what, what need to be there. Tell us first of all, what Beach Plum Farm is for anyone who isn't aware, especially where you're located and what you guys are doing. Yeah, we are a 62-acre farm in Cape May, and we were founded to really serve the restaurants in town that are we're part of a, a group of restaurants and hotels and part of Congress Hall, if anyone's familiar with that, the historic hotel in Cape May. And they had a farm 200 years ago, and our owner had this great idea to start a farm, and we would serve those restaurants in town with our produce, meat, eggs, honey. And then as the project evolved, we then added a market, then we added cottages, uh, so we've kind of morphed from um, just the farm serving hospitality to our own hospitality on the farm, um, which has been incredible to witness. Uh, and what kind of so variety? Serving and what kind of variety do you mm -hmm. have on the farm? We grow well over a hundred different varieties of fruits and vegetables and and flowers, and we also raise our own heritage hogs. 3,000 broiler chickens. I think we have 2,000 laying hens. We raise Thanksgiving turkeys. We raise Christmas duck. Um, not to mention uh, cut flowers. And so that's also been a beautiful part of it. That sounds oh, wow. amazing. Don, you have some competition. See, Donato here. He's a little bit of a green thumb himself as well. He runs a community garden. <laughs> Why don't you impress them, Don, and tell them some of the... Uh, nice things that you grow well, some of the products that we grow on the farm uh, and it's just thanks for saying it's me but it's such a group of uh, individuals just take all the credit don just all take right, all the credit right. i do all the work here. they're they're not but, here. <laughs> <laughs> that we grow uh you know zucchini yellow squash tomatoes garlic uh arugula uh we have a peach tree apricot tree uh and we just started growing the uh um I can't remember the name of it, but but it doesn't matter. But we do grow a big variety of basil, peppers, uh, sage, peppers, fig, figs. We have they're small, but they haven't produced yet. 
two great vines that are producing nicely. So if you want Don to come down, he can give his. He can say, "Oh, I'm gonna throw you a couple tips." Fuck <laughs> stories. <laughs> <laughs> or, or Christina, yeah. if you want to come up to Don's uh, establishment, yeah, Don, glad to show you around. Don, Don, give you a quick tour. I and... would love that. <laughs> so I love th- visiting people's gardens. Yes, it's yes. It's always a source of pride it, to see what you can create from just a seed. It, yeah, it, yeah, it definitely is. It's amazing, and the amount, and, and just like you said, that that's one of the things that you love to do. You that, that's where you go to relax, isn't it? Don? It is. It so is. even though you work there, see now Don <laughs> Don does this all volunteer. Even though your employment is at the farm, Christina, does it still give you that sense of relaxation, like it like growing does for Don, or does the the, the actual job part take over it a little too much for you? No, I definitely, I mean, not at all hours of the day or every day of the week, but there are definitely moments of tremendous beauty um, and all that wash over me. Sometimes I'll get in there at sunrise and just watching the sunrise over the fields or um, just listening to the hens cluck happily in their pasture or seeing the pigs frolic. Like there are definitely moments where, like, I cannot believe I get to do this job on a daily basis and just witness this beauty. Um, it can be really awe-inspiring. It can also be very, <laughs> very not that. And obviously, the opposite has to happen. But, uh, um, yeah, I've definitely had some incredible just moments of gratefulness. And I'm like, I can't believe that this, that this is my job. And watching it go to the plate. I love so that. not a lot of farmers that connection. You know, I watch it go from the seed in the greenhouse to the field to the plate. And I get to be in the walk-ins of all of these kitchens. I get to be a part of the recipe. Um, and not even like the physical recipe, but I'm just like a an actor in a play. Um, and then Rob is like the director and the artist. And I love getting to see that. I mean, not many people get to have that, you know, whole cycle. Without that's a doubt. Incredible. That's incredible. And that's what I really, really enjoy uh, about Beach Plum Farm. And also, uh, you guys are getting rave reviews, rave reviews. And I'm going to bounce it back to Chef Rob now. And the reason why your Beach Plum Farm is getting a spotlight, not only because of the uh, wonderful produce and livestock and things of that nature, but a spotlight has been shown on Beach Plum Farm because of the family-style multi-course menu you guys are offering that's been created by you, Chef Rob, and based on what's fresh in the fields that morning. So what can you tell us about these uh, family-style course meals? What can someone expect? Uh, Reservations required? Uh, How do we come about this? We want to partake in it for anyone who isn't aware of it. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, So the Blueprint blueprint existed before I got on the farm, but um, essentially it's a a prefix menu. Um, During peak season right now, um, probably until October, we're doing dinner three nights a week, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Um, it starts at you know, around 6 o'clock. Sorry, that was my three-year-old. Oh, uh, put, put them on. Put them on. The more, the merrier, we say. It's, uh, it's 125 a person. It's 125 a person. Um, and uh, it's about five or six courses. 
and it's all the offerings um, from the fields as well as from uh, Andrew, our livestock manager. Um, so generally pork or or chicken for the main courses. Um, we usually start with some pasta d'oeuvres and some drinks. Um, gates open around five five forty five, and then it's about two hours. And uh, right now it's communal and weather permitting outside. Okay, which is yeah. really lovely. Yeah. We're, we're we're putting with everybody out right in the garden. So amongst the so what could you say? And, like what what was your latest uh, six course meal that you put out? What uh, what what was it that we we, we missed we, out on? We started with we started with kale Caesar, uh, Ooh. which is yeah. kind of a ubiquitous thing. You've seen it seen it often, but ours I think is really special. Um, but unfortunately, Christine's mowing all the kale next week. So that will have to be replaced. How dare you, Christina? Um, <laughs> a, a a really nice take on sort of like the cucumber uh, cream cheese sort of thing on a bagel. Uh, but this cucumber salad, dressed cucumbers with a, a goat cheese mousse and some smoked trout roe. That's sort of a salad. And then... Kind of our getting into peak summer dish is a grilled zucchini. Uh, we like to grill a lot of things. Over uh, I love grilled zucchini. Fire. So we, we grilled the zucchini, chopped that up. Um, miso and basil pesto kind of dresses that. Tomato puree and some oven-dried tomatoes. Uh, so it's kind of like a ratatouille, not really. Um, we're just about to get into the eggplants, so maybe that will get altered a little bit. Um, kind of a mainstay, which is not necessarily 100% of the farm from the farm is, uh, I, I have sort of special to me because I grew up on Stouffer's frozen Swedish meatballs, um, pork from Andrew, our livestock manager, and then locally, uh, cultivated mushrooms. So it's like uh, Swedish meatballs with stroganoff sauce. And then we've been fluctuating from some pork and, and chicken, and those have been grilled over the, the coals as well. And, uh, you know, grilled green beans or something like that to garnish. And then our, our sort of our mainstay dessert is a honey panna cotta with honey from our beehives and some an ol- nice olive oil herb cake and some edible flowers. And that's, well, you've cert- that's you, you certainly have me drooling. Mm. Especially on a panna cotta. Oh, man. Everything sounded great, especially yeah. the pork. Pork. Right from the farm. How can it, you beat that? Can't get any fresher. I'm still mad at Christina, yeah, though. For, I'm still mad at Christina for mow, mowing the but, kale. I mean, come on, Christina. It's going to come back. Well, we're going to plant it again, but the bugs start to really love it in July. So we And we grow organically, so uh, there's not much I can do but mow. And then yeah. we plant it again for the but not only growing yeah. organically, back to you, Christina, is Beach Plum Farm is proud to use regenerative agricultural practices, correct? I am so very proud to be using regenerative practices. And actually, this year's tomatoes are brought to you by last year's chickens. We <laughs> let our- <laughs> Do they know that? <laughs> We let our fields sit in a cover crop for a year, and then we rotate our meat birds, uh, you know, called broilers, onto the field, and they scratch, they poop, they um, 
pasture raised and eat bugs and do everything a chicken needs to do. And then the field rests over the winter and then we go back into annual crops. So it's a, it's a closed loop system and it does all kinds of great things for our soil, for the environment, and it's doing well for the animals that we raise on that land. And then all of that food is good for us. And then we serve it to uh, our guests. Uh, so it does all of those wonderful things. Um, and it's not just a buzzword. It, like organic was kind of a buzzword for a while. But regenerative farming is really about using nature to feed us. So and using nature's uh, natural, you know, the natural cycles of the earth, um, but to sustain us without taking too much away. So I love being able to talk about that with our guests. And also, you can truly make this an all-day event, Don. All day. Because you guys offer farm tours, and at times, guests may participate in a harvest. How about that, Don? Harvests are good. I also understand that you also have a horseback riding available as an option. Is this true? We yeah, we just started offering horseback riding. It's uh, beautiful horses that are stabled right down the street, and you can come and take a tour horseback of our farm and learn just some little history of our farm, um, and then come back and have breakfast and lunch if you choose. And uh, we also have cottages, so guests can come and stay on the farm at different times of the year. You can come and participate in a harvest. Um participate in a couple different activities. Uh, one of these days, I would love for a guest to be a participant in our chicken harvesting, if you know what I mean. I'll, I'll um, volunteer. Really to take it <laughs> straight to the place. Um, maybe we'll get there one day with an intrepid guest. But <laughs> uh, we really are a farm that is completely transparent and open. Everyone can come and visit us and see how we're growing things, how we're raising things. Um, well, and I, I think that's super. I want to say you you guys are really outdoing yourselves. Wonderful food, wonderful experiences. You also have a farm market on site where farm products are sold and gift items. I mean, it goes on and on and on. Chef Rob, thank you so much. We, we've heard so many great things about the thank food you. that you're serving and the menus that you're putting out. Chef Christina, uh, as you mentioned, you're trying to do all these wonderful things for the soil and the uh, agriculture and the livestock. So uh, kudos to both of you. You guys really have a great operation going there, and it really shows in what you guys are putting out. But uh, before you go, it was wonderful talking to both of you. Please share a website or anything like that before you go and you guys are going to have to decide who wants to do that so you, you can decide that now and then we'll see you later okay i'll go <laughs> uh, you can find us at farm katemay.com or you can find us at beach plum farm uh, on instagram on social and i think on tiktok Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Bye. Chef Rob and uh, Christina. It was such a pleasure talking to you both. And uh, if you need a like Don so said, Don's always up for volunteering for harvest. Yeah, and yeah. you need help with them chickens, I'll help. I'm all, I'm all, I'm game. So okay. <laughs> hey, come down. We we could use some we could use some help in the kitchen too if you want to wash dishes. Though. Well, yes. I'm, I'm yeah. usually just better at eating, so yeah. I'll, I'll 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 do. Okay. <laughs> I'll give you some more dishes, but cle cleaning really isn't my thing. But uh, thanks so much. Have a great night.
Thank you. Thank you. Have no, a nice evening. No problem. Talking about someone else who does it all, Don. Goodness gracious, our next guest. That would be Sharice McGill, the founder of Local Artisans Food. And listen to this. We're just going to go through a couple things that she has going on. I mean, I think she's involved in every business there is in the hospitality industry. French yeah. toast bites, which Very what, excellent. put them on the map. Yeah. We've had them. They're amazing. But collaborations with Yards Brewing, uh, gelato collaboration with Cloud Cups, coffee collaboration with a Bean to Bean, and more and more many delicious creations. But uh, let's get down to the person who is the genius brains behind this operation, and that would be uh, Cherise. How's it going tonight, Cherise? Hey, how are you today? I'm fine, thank you. It's hot out there. You're not Ooh, kidding. But we are, but but we you, are good. Uh, you know what cools you down, though? You know what cools you down? What's that? A nice scoop of French toast bites gelato. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You ain't never lie. It is uh, it's the right when you're down on Jim's Landing in this heat. It is the, is the right uh, remedy. So uh, it's always a pleasure to have you on. Uh, uh, we loved having you on the first time. You, you're such a, a, a great personality. Anyone who meets you has to fall in love with not only you, but the products that you're putting out. But, oh, thank you. Uh, it gets me in trouble sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be too much trouble, though. I mean, hey, life's not fun mm-hmm. unless you get in trouble sometimes. But uh, that is correct. Tell us about your locations this year. What's new, hot, and exciting for the season? And like you said, it is hot out there. So why should we leave our houses in the comfort of air conditioning and come visit in August? <laughs> Oh, very good. So we have the two locations down on Penn's Landing. We're at Cherry Street Pier uh, on the weekends, plus during special events. Uh, full menu is available, including the new gelato. Uh, we're open seven days a week down at Spruce Street Harbor Park, which is a half a mile south, still on the water. Perfect view of Delaware River. Full menu available, including uh, the new gelato. It's fun. That's where we are this summer, holding it down. And once we leave Spruce Street, we'll be heading right over to uh, Eastern State Penitentiary for the Halloween festivities there. So we're just rolling. And Don, Don loved you during the uh, holidays down at City Hall, didn't you, Don? Yeah, I, I waited in the line. I, oh, yeah. That was excellent. Christmas <laughs> Village. That's where we started, you know, Christmas Village. So that place is always going to be special to me. Yeah, it, it's it's a nice warm piece of uh, when you're eating it, it's going down, and it's cold out, and uh, it's phenomenal. It, it it's a bite of it, it, it's a uh, mouthful of love in every bite, wouldn't you say? That's what I'm just about to say. <laughs> oh man, you guys are making me blush. <laughs> <laughs> but you've been so busy since the last time we met you. Like we said. You've got so much going on. Why don't you get in a little detail about some of your other, uh, all of your, or not some, some of your collaborations? Oh, for sure. So as you both know, you know, we started in 2018 as a street food. You know, I took the leap of faith, quit the cushy director level job, and launched these French toast bites right in the middle of Philadelphia in 32 degree weather. 
that success at Christmas Village in 2018 just kind of set the tone for what was to come. And I thought I had it all figured out until the pandemic came in 2020 when there wasn't any more events and no large gatherings. The pandemic said, what did the five figures say to the face? Slap! (laughs) Yes. I I had to get creative really quickly. And I just found a lot of power in the partnerships, you know? Um, The Delaware River has been a huge partner uh, just for, like, a location and us having a home and finding a home. And then that led to the beer uh, collaboration And when I started this, I had no idea we would have a French toast beer. I had no idea yards would produce it. You know, that's like almost a dream. If someone told me that, I would tell them they were lying. I was like, no no way. Uh, That turned into a coffee. Well, I really love the bean-to-bean coffee collaboration. Here's how it started. Folks would send, because we have a spice. We always had a spice blend, the signature French toast spice blend. And how it started was folks would send us pictures and post pictures on Instagram of them putting the spice and coffee in their coffee. And I was like, that's the same? People are putting cinnamon and coffee? Then I, then I need to make a French toast coffee. So I came across uh, my guys at Bean to Bean Coffee, super special relationship, because uh, both uh, co-owners went to both, attended both colleges I went to. Uh, Jonathan attended St. Joe's and ma- majored in food marketing. That's where I got the MBA. And Obel, he went to uh, Temple School's uh, Tourism and Hospitality, just like me, too. So I was like, oh, you, we're, we're bred the same way. We're educated the same way. Let's do this. And it's been super fun and creative. The cold brew coffee is a killer. That's everyone's favorite. They have the French Toast Bites cold brew uh, coffee, and that's available in different restaurants throughout New Jersey, uh, the Philadelphia International Airport. You can get it at both our locations. And that we rolled that in with the gelato because folks were putting the spice on top of ice cream. Well, listen, we listen to our customers, so we have to respond to this changing marketplace. So if folks are taking our French Toast Spice and putting it on ice cream, why don't we just help them out and – we do it for you. Perfect mix. Uh, the gelato partnership with Cloud Cups, you know, mutual friend introduced us, and he thought there would be some magic, and he was right. There's actual French toast bites inside the gelato. Mm. Very clever. Delicious. Yeah. So, obviously, like <laughs> yeah. you said, you are looking at the feedback, seeing what people are putting this spice on and enjoying. So, that makes me think. What's the one thing that you've seen someone put the spice on and you were like, oh, heck no, but to each their own? <laughs> oh, it would have to be salmon. Oh. I didn't see that come, but that I might, did try it. And that might be bad. good, though. Uh, one, yeah, one of our uh, customers made a sweet and spicy salmon with red pepper flakes and our French toast spice. I could see that because I, the sugar would caramelize. Yeah, I could see that on ribs as well. <gasps> Correct. Oh. So that was the thing. I was like, oh, okay. Now, I don't think we're going to come out with a salmon line. You know, I'm just putting <laughs> that out there. I don't think we're going to do that. Hey, hey, but- guess what? I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> guess what? You collab mm-hmm. with all these Philadelphia companies. You collab with Yards. Samuel's Seafood is a Philadelphia yeah. company. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh-oh. See, look at Start in trouble. Look at this. Start in trouble. I'm, I'm, oh, now you got my brain thinking. There you go. You go right down to the Samuel still down by the yep, stadium. Yep, dog. Still by the stadium. There you go. You go down there for the Eagles game. Knock on Samuel's seafood door. Hey, it's Sharice. That's actually a hop skip jump away from us. 
and I'll I'll happily take ten percent of the, any of the profits for the idea. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> but as you said, every idea that you're putting out there, it, I mean, it, it's like hotcakes, to- uh, literally like hot, like cinnamon toast yeah, hotcakes. Yeah. Hotcakes, there you go, and. It's National Ice Cream Month, Don. One of my favorite months of the year. Because you know I love ice cream. I know you do. That's my weakness in life. It truly is my weakness. And you have French Toast Bite shakes and other treats. Oh, yeah, those shakes. Oh. Same deal. There's French Toast Bites in the milkshake. Oh. oh. Clever. You're speaking they my know. language. And- <laughs> and they're 100% customizable, just like the bite. So if you want to hook them up uh, with a little maple, some caramel, fresh berries, whipped cream, you can. It's unlimited toppings for the milkshakes, too. And where can we get this gelato? Where delivery? I have to know. I need to know. Uh, we're on the delivery platform, so the DoorDashes and the Uber Eats uh, of, of the world, uh, Ashley's. Uh, Delhi and Conja Hawken were there. Pizza Brain, of course, Bruce Street Harbor Park and Jerry Street Pier. You can buy by the pint or you can have it by the scoop. We have cones and cups uh, at our locations. Um, it's making its rounds. We just got picked up at Bee's Tiny Market up in Northeast Philly. So we'll be making a delivery there this week. So it's making its rounds. It's been a busy month. Oh, you're not kidding. And Don, I mean, Donato over <laughs> here, he's, he's the owner of DNL Coffee Services and what was it? Two weeks ago, you did that huge Italian festival. Oh, at Rose Tree Park. Yeah, it turned out great. I mean, that was amazing. So, Don, maybe see, Don's another Philadelphia-based business, DNL Coffee Services, and he's doing events and all of that sort of stuff. How about yourself? Say, maybe you'll collab with Don, or even if you go out on your own, are you available for private bookings and caterings and events, just like Don does? Oh, yes. Oh, man. Our, we are booked up uh, throughout through the fall already. Uh, we work with all we, we, we work with almost every college in, in Philly from the small schools like Monco to all the way to the main line of, of Villanova. So we make our rounds. Temple is very supportive. Uh, we pick up the football games this year. So we're, uh, we're, we're looking forward. But yes, we do do private events, corporate events. It's a big part of our business. Mm, yeah. so where the people are. Wherever you want us to come, we're where the people are. We're doing uh, East Cass Young's Car Show on sun, uh, next Sunday. We'll be there with French Toast Bites and the gelato by the scoop. My goodness gracious. Well, if you ever need espresso, Don is the man in the know. Because you're, you're doing what kind of espresso now, Don? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely can set up equipment for you and help promote your product. <laughs> but, uh, I'm interested in that. Because, no, we get asked lot at night down at Spruce Street. Folks say, do you just have hot coffee or do you have espresso? I say, we just have hot. So that's come up more times than enough. Yeah. So that is something I'm going to have to look into because I, I listen to the people. I'm here because of the people. We didn't have any funding when we started. It's just the folks in Philadelphia that pushed us through, and I'm super appreciative of that. Sharice for president. She is here for the people. She <laughs> listens to the people. You've got my vote. 2024. Let's get this campaign started. FTB. I like that. I like that. I like that. That's a, that's a good campaign. Sure. Like FTB. Who's FTB? That is sure. <laughs> I think it has a ring to it. You yeah. are not kidding. So, 
uh, I mean, you are just uh, going everywhere. Anything like this? Do you have any other collaborations in the works that are like almost about to be launched that you could tell us about? Uh, nothing right now. And it's any one of those things where we're trying to keep something on the down low. Uh, nothing right now. We're pushing what we have. We're seeing some growth. And it's our prime time now. So I don't even really have time to play around. Like, we're just with the people right now. Like I said, as soon as we leave Spruce Street at the end of September, we roll right into Eastern State Penitentiary. That rolls right into Christmas Village. So we're, like, full speed right now. But our home home is at Cherry Street Pier. That's where you'll always be able to find us. So we're just rolling. And we take the time to create in like from, like, January to March in our downtime. That's when we start getting creative. Well. I couldn't be more proud of you. I knew the day that we met you that you were going to be successful. It's such a joy to talk to you. And uh, I'm ashamed that it's taken us this long to talk to you again. I'm about to leave, Don. I'm ashamed of myself. I'm going to smack you in a minute. Do you want some some history? You guys were my first podcast ever. (gasps) Oh, we're proud of that. So. So you'll always remember us as your first. Always. You always remember your first. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to leave that right there. there, We're going to leave that right there. There you go. But we want everyone who's listening because we want the people. See, I I watch too much wrestling. I don't know if you watch wrestling. I was about to yell, we want the smoke like it's the Street Profits or something. I I watch entirely way too much. (laughs) (laughs) But where can people... I was in the 90s. Go ahead. I was was a 90s wrestling girl. I was having the 90s. Well, you're going to have to catch up. Summer Slam's this weekend coming up. (laughs) You watch it and you give me a shout. You're going to be like, Man, what have I been missing? But we want you to let all the folks get all the info and everything they can before you go. Please share it. Where can they get more information online and make sure that they know where you're at to get your products as well? Yes, I got you. The most up-to-date information is always going to be on our Instagram account. And our Instagram account is at Local Artisan Foods, that's local with a K, so it's L-O-K-A-L, Artisan Foods. And our website is www.localartisanfoods.com. That's where you'll find out about every everything. But if you want to stay up to date where we are, what time we open, what time we close, Instagram is probably the best best way to go. Start there. Well, it was wonderful to uh, chat with you. Cherise McGill, the founder of Local Artisan Foods, uh, uh thrilled that you were able to join us again and so happy for all of your success stay in touch uh, thanks so much for joining us tonight no doubt thank you so much you guys have a good night you too Bye-bye. take care that was fun Don. oh uh, yeah i mean the first time i met her she was very very uh bubbly and easy to get along with but most importantly the product was delicious yes, wasn't it that as well because <laughs> you can be bubbly but if you're not putting out a good product Bubbly yeah. only gets you so far. It's true. <laughs> but you can see what she put out is what she believed in. Yeah. I mean, 100%. I mean, it, it, it translates well to the quality sort of product that she's putting out. Uh, her personality is a perfect fit for collaborations. And it shows with how much 
she has uh, grown the empire and yeah. producted to many different avenues. I mean, beer, gelato, coffee, spice, shakes, shakes. Everything goes together with French toast. And like she said, I mean, she she's with the people. So that it, it, the place that she's at right now down at Spruce Street, it can't be any more crowded in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, especially in these kind of hot weather. You're next to the to the river. Oh yeah, it's nice and cool. The breeze coming off of it. It's the, is... it's the place to be. But do you know who is the person to talk to? Chef Barbie Marshall is Man. probably the best person to talk to about that. You're spot on tonight, Don. You must have had two little shots of espresso before you came. <laughs> You're on fire. Every day. Every day. It's good for The doctor recommends it. But how's it going, uh, Chef Barbie? It's going. I'm actually at my favorite local hangout, Tavern on Command, because the AC is on full right now. There are so many places without AC and outdoor seating, and it's 100 degrees, and I just am too old for that. I can't, cannot, can't, can't do it. So... I am finding places that have AC on full blast, and right now it's having on come back, is it? Well, that, I mean, there's no other place to be than in air conditioning. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think I moved the fastest I've moved in 10 years going from any front door to my car to get the air conditioner going. Back on. Uh, hopefully this heat will uh, subside soon, but uh, what would you recommend? It's, it's, it's July. Yeah. Um, right now, I recommend if you're going to be outside, hydrate. Well, Make not sure outside. Not because... outside where you're at. What would you recommend? I want to be just like you, Chef Barbie. If I'm going to go to Kamak, what, what do you recommend? Oh, well, their buffalo cauliflower is actually one of the most delicious things, and it's only like eight bucks, and it's such a huge portion. So I would definitely recommend that here. Um, they have a, they actually just unveiled a new menu. So they have a pork milanese on the menu. That's really nice. Um, it's up to you. There are so many things. They took all the soups off because, you know, it's July in Philadelphia and nobody <laughs> wants hot soup. That is true. At least I hope they don't. But they don't, I know I never need hot and, soup because I'm always full of soup. <laughs> oh. favorite on the menu is the scallops full of soup I don't know what that means I, I'm not reading that in the window but Chef Barbie Marshall you've never happens. heard the term full of soup no never no. in your life I've never never in my life heard, heard the term full of soup full of soup just means you're full of BS <laughs> oh 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 it's the PG version. Exactly. Right. It, it, it's the PG version. See? Learn something okay, new maybe every Maybe I never heard the PG version. <laughs> but thank you so much, Chef, right. Chef Barbie. Great to talk to you. And I love the recommendations. Maybe we'll have to go to come back, Don. Yeah. But uh, look forward to talking to you next time. Have a great night. All right. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Chef Marsh. That was fun, Don. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, got all sorts of recommendations, some fun guests. Yeah, first timers. Yeah, it's always fun, and couple couple repeaters. Yeah, it's always fun to to have repeat guests. That means that means they like us, Don. They really and really and like and us. And they're doing well. Yeah, amazingly well. Yeah. But wrap it up, my friend. Yeah, this is Donato Marino with DNL Bean and Barista Coffee Service. I can be reached at two one five three six five 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 two one, or you can get us on Facebook or DNL. 
uppercase coffeeservice.com. And I'm Derek Tim at bluejeanfood.com. This is Small Bites. We're on Sundays, Wildfire Radio. Uh, Google us. You'll find out where the heck to listen to us. Thanks to John Howard Fusco, uh, Barbecue Buddha founder Ray Sheehan for his big green egg basics book from a master barbecuer chef rob and christina of beach plum farm and their dinner series uh, also sharice mcgill of local artisan foods and everything french toast bites chef barbie marshall and everything else and we end like we always do with a joke from of the week from the legendary joke teller who don talking to me jackie the joke man martlin <laughs> there we go caught you off guard <laughs> hello I'm Jackie Martling, and this is Small Bites. A kid gets pulled over for speeding. The cop comes up and says, your eyes are bloodshot. Have you been drinking? The kid says, yeah, well, your eyes are glazed. You've been eating donuts?